Welcome to yet another episode of Under the Blanket with your host, Baba Here Love. And here we are under Miraji's blanket in the cosmic heart where we see beyond the veil of duality, the thin veil, the transparent layer of duality. And we're here and we're going to talk about magic. I have uh, a special guest with me today. Uh, has been on the show before, Becky Magnolia. Hello. Hi, Becky. Hi there. And we're going to talk about magic. And, you know, I'll start us off. So, Becky, my take on magic is magic is is the is the mystery, is uh, when we step back and not be so hung up on knowing how everything works. Like, oh, well, now spirituality can be explained by quantum physics. And now I could explain miracles and Buddha and everything's explainable by this, that, and the other thing. Well, that's okay. They're not dissing that. But I'm saying, like, as we pull back into the here now, we find that magic moment. We have nowhere to go. Like the Beatles said, yo, that magic moment, nowhere to go, our magic feeling, whatever. I didn't get the lyrics right, so what? You get the <laughs> point. Now, that magic to me is the, the magic that, you know, small children sometimes get, they get in this state of innocent being and they're looking at a bird or they're looking at a flower or they're looking at the ocean or whatever it is. And they're not, you know, analyzing it or saying, well, the ocean moves in this way because of the hydrogen and yada, yada, yada. No, you know, they're not, they're not there, but just because we're, you know, I assume all my listeners are adults, hopefully. And, uh, you know, we could return to that innocence, to that magic, to that wonder. And that's what magic is to me. And uh, it helps. We got we go through the somebody training. We get, you know, you got to be somebody on some level. But then we can return to the innocence through our practices. So, Becky, what is magic to you? Well, before, um, before we started the show, I decided I was going to Google it because there is, there's so many different ideas of what magic is. And I think it, it's an interesting, good uh, start for, the, for our conversation. It, it says, it is the power of apparently influencing the course of events using mysterious or supernatural forces. So, and of course, and they put apparently, because we don't know. I mean, you have magicians. They do magic, and we know it's not. And by the way, I hate magicians. Did I ever tell you that? Like, No, tell me more. Okay. I I, I don't hate them, but they make yes, me crazy. Do. Okay, thank you. <laughs> they piss me off because, like, everybody, I mean, because I'm like, don't do your trick. We all know it's a trick. Like, don't, don't trick me because I feel like magicians are liars and, and this is not rational. Okay. This is just my feelings. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> They're I lying. love your hate. I don't usually, you know me, I don't usually have steaming hate, but right now for magicians, yes. No, it's, it's beautiful. Be- Thank you. But it's, you know what I'm saying is like, like they, they, they're, I, I used, I worked at a, at an ice cream shop was called the magic cone and the owner was a magician and he was a jerk. Okay. Now that's not why I don't like magicians, but, but it's like, there's, there's a, a, an attitude of sneakiness. There's an attitude of deception. And I watched them do these tricks that are excellent. I knew one guy who was a mentalist who could do the most amazing stuff 
And, but, but like what he would, I watched how it affected people. And they're like, oh, they would treated this guy like he was a god. He was this nerdy, like, computer programmer. But he would do this, and they were like, oh, my gosh. And they, like, hailed him. And it was like a trick. I'm like, if it's a trick, then share it with us. Like, share us the magic of doing the trick, you know? But instead, it's just this kind of it, – it, it gives – they gain all this power through, through falseness. Even though we all know it's a trick – they, I don't know. So again, not rational, but um, the thing is, is I do believe in magic and I believe in real magic and I see it all the time everywhere. And um, so like, let's do, let's enjoy the magic of a leaf unfolding, you know, or a bug making its way to the, to the top of a sunflower. Like that's magic. This kind of like, faking it stuff to me is, I don't know. I think there's, it's like a con. <laughs> well, yeah. And that, there's nothing wrong with acknowledging ego stuff. And, you know, I'm acknowledging my own ego stuff where my ego also doesn't like magicians because, you know, I, on a human level, you know, where I've seen different things through an experience of being human, I've seen real magic, like, the miracles of Ninkral Baba. You know, right. I've talked about it in this show before. I've seen, I put in full mozzarella sticks, asked Baba to eat a half of one, prayed, rom, 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 opened the oven, and there, sure enough, a half a mozzarella stick missing. And then he ate my veggie nuggets twice, <laughs> and he manifested a veggie nugget out of nowhere. Now, of course, to your average person, they just assume I'm schizophrenic, you know, a nice one, <laughs> a kind one, but they just assume that. And that's okay. They just can't fathom, you know, things beyond the ordinary laws of physics, you know, right. and that's what makes it magical, you know, in that sense. The miracle is magic because it, it can't be explained away by physics, like where you have a force act, acting on another force and there has to be a way, there has to be somewhere for that energy to go. But, you know, even quantum physics could explain that. All right, so there's a consciousness that's one, and it sucks it into a zero-point field of a void and quantum entanglement, and then it's, it, it kind of takes the magic out of it. But that's okay, because you remind us, as you said, the magic of the leaf unfolding and the magic of the dew and the magic of, like, I'm right now I'm looking at a squirrel in my backyard. Now, Aww. that's magical. That's the magic that we were talking about. You know, and, you know, I want to go off on magicians with you. I really do. Because <laughs> David Copperfield, you know, yeah. why, did, why did that woman, that really attractive woman, went with David Copperfield? You know, it was like she was dating and married the devil. The devil magician, you know, and she probably, like, every time she slept with them, she had a vomit, you know. Why yeah. am I dating? Why am I with this magician? He's just, they're just creepy. <laughs> well, I'm so mean. I see you sucked me in, Becky. You sucked me in to your hate. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you when. When and and it's you know. I mean, I know a lot of people who are magicians, and I don't really hate them. But 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 the concept bothers me. So I was at this party. My friend was hosting. He was doing a, a presentation, a speech about the paranormal and whether it's real or not, and what's real, what's not. And he had a lot of magician friends in the audience, and I went around. 
And um, I had he, my friend had asked me to do tarot for people. So I was doing tarot. Now, I didn't realize going into that that I was in a crowd of people in a very different mindset than I am. When you do tarot, you're going into kind of this open space and where anything's possible and, and, and people join you in it. But I was in this space where, you know, it, it was skeptics because, you know, most magicians tend to be skeptics, which is understandable because they know how easy it is to trick people. Well, anyway, this guy says to me, he's like, oh, I'm a magician. He's like, you see your tarot cards? He's like, well, why don't you give me a call and we can talk and I'll show you how you can really, you know, get some results with those tarot cards. And it, that's not the devil. Yeah, and not to mention he was hitting on me at the same time. It was really gross. <laughs> he, he was, he was, he was I'm sorry like, that I'm me too. You know, we got It's it's important to my listeners. Please respect. You know, ask once, do it politely, and if a woman says no, buzz off. Right. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So so this guy, you know, and he he did. He was he was creepy, but. Um, but anyway, so on this magic topic, and the reason that I wanted to bring it up is because, so I've been watching um, the Midnight Gospel. Have you seen that yet? Oh, absolutely. It's my, it's my and the ego level, it's my favorite show. Right. Um, well, it's on the soul level and the ego level is my favorite show. So I've got one up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I am so in love with this. I just discovered it the other day, and it's the episode where he's where he's talking to, and I don't know the man's name, but they talk about magic. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh shit, because I've been talking a lot with the different people about, you know, man. Becky, are you there? And like, well, what's oh, oh, I lost you. Sorry, uh, we just had technical difficulties, but it's okay. It was only ten seconds, so I want you all to bear with us if that comes up again. If that comes up again, I want you to meditate on the magic of silence. All right, carry on, Becky. Okay. Um. So this question of um, like not does magic exist or and not does manifesting exist and not does this you know do we have power over the universe on some level we seem to you know and or that's what it feels like anyway so is it just is it reasonable to play with that you know and say you know and i would say a lot of my friends who are in the spiritual realm are of that camp that, well, yeah, if it's what you want, you focus on it and you get it. And like my therapist has said to me, he said, well, Becky, he's like, you have the ability, you do it all the time, you're manifesting all the time, but you're not controlling it. And yes, my therapist is a little like, cool. Well, but the, so, the issue with that, which I want to get into right now, yeah. the issue with manifestation and you, you manifest your desires and use various techniques, you know, is that it increases the illusion of separation. For example, Mugananda came to Ramdas and he's like, here, I'll give you a special mantra, which will, uh, you know, manifest. They use the same language in Indian mysticism, but manifest riches and power. You know, right. and Ramdas is like, okay, but I want to have an equal amount of love and compassion. Yeah, yeah, so basically, yeah. yes, Mugananda uh, laughed about it and he dismissed Ramdas as a goody goody. 
So, you know, I'm not saying don't oh, go yeah, out yeah. there and use right. uh, all this stuff for, you know. But I just want to say before you go on, Becky, is that mm-hmm. if you go down that path of law of attraction, of manifestation, mm-hmm. you will profane the universe. You will increase the separation of the universe. You will get lost in your spiritual ego and you will just delude yourself more and more. Yeah, you'll get what you want, but ding, 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 you're going to lose it. It's in time. Right. I guess I. it feels to me like, okay, I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying, and it's why I bring it up. Because, um, however, I think there's a way to this is what I'm studying in my own spirituality is this way to be open. I mean, and and everything just comes, but it's not because you ask for it, but it's because it is because you're on the path and it's just, it's all there. You know what I mean? But it's not, it's not like specific. I, I can't explain it, but I feel like I get everything I want, but it's because I, I'm there with open hands. I'm like like the 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 sadhu with his hands open, and 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 but just open to the universe, and the universe gives me whatever um, it feels suited, and because it is the universe, it is exactly what I need. Does that well, make that's sense? Well, that's it. That's the that's the path that decreases separation, the path of right. faith, the path of trust, where you don't think you know what you want and need. Where you're not like, I really would want that nice car and I really want this type of relationship. And you write a list out and manifest it because ding, 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 you don't know what's going to be good for you. You don't know what's going to be good for anyone else either. And it, right, exactly. And it's arrogant to assume otherwise. Not arrogant, but it's it's questioning God. I mean, when we put faith in Krishna, you know, in the Bhagavad Gita, when they talk about that, it's like, it's to put your little mind into it and say, oh, you know what, I really know I need this. I mean, yeah, they'll give it to you, but you're going to be kind of, there's going to be a consequence, you know? Well, you know, it's like that, that the New Age movement that is super popular is just mostly about, you know, fulfilling desires and spiritual ego and powers. And like, I'm a light worker. And I go and I put on my yoga pants. And I just manifested this brand new car and I got this hot guy and I'm manifesting all this money and I've manifested a nice butt. And, you know, I'm a light worker. So, like, my, like, energy, like, saves everyone. And, you know, toxic people get away. Ew. You know what I mean? So that's the new age movement summed up. Uh Uh-oh. I lost you. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Right here now? I'm right here right now. It looks like we have a poor connection. But did you? I did I go the... out then? No, I got it. I got it. I got her booty and everything. Did you hear what I was saying? You heard me talk about her booty. I did. I All did. Right. And, and, right. Right. And, and, the, and, and I think what it is in my mind when I what how I see it is that you know that woman let's say her name is Karen Karen we'll say she's Karen okay 
So she's going along the path and she's doing yoga and things are making sense for her. And she's seeing this and she's opening up and she's she's doing her massage, going to massage and relaxing a little bit more. And her things are opening for her and she's starting to get it. And then she clings to this notion. And that I think that's the difference. I think that's the difference in the two trajectories is that is that I think is is the clinging. It's the only difference between it. It's like, so when, when let's say Karen's doing this and she's clinging to these notions, but that's, you're just going to get trapped and you're just going to end up suffering, you know? And so it's like you were, she was following this openness, but then it diverted her and it's very tempting. I mean, when this stuff opens up like that, it's, I mean, like I started doing this manifestation stuff and things started coming in like instantly. I mean, like that day I'm getting all kinds of stuff. I'm like, shit, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And, but, but, um, then I did it the next day. I tried doing it the next day and you know what? I couldn't do it. Cause so I was told what you do is you meditate first and then you open yourself up to your question or to, to your desire or whatever. But I can't do it anymore because if because I get so into the meditation, by the time I get to the end, I don't want anything anymore. Like That's you were what saying, what Ramdas described is that the issue is, you know, your desires do create, you know, and manifest. And that the issue is when we start to get beyond our desires. By the time we get what we manifested, we don't even want it, and it's no. like a burden, you know. Right, 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 exactly, and and um. No, I think, yeah, it's just an interesting journey and I'm going to take some more time to kind of study and understand and ask more questions. Um, You know, there's certainly, you know, I respect people in who are more in the magic realm of things. I mean, people with Wicca in Wicca and stuff like that. Um, I, I, and you know, I think there's a place for everybody and, and that might, that is, sounds like the place that there's certain people who that's how they do things for me and for you, because of the path we've chosen, we're like you said before, like, we're all just about this kind of oneness thing. It's like, like, all I want to do is like, what I really want is I want to melt into the oneness. Now I want to play. And now here's the thing. And this is what I'm trying to figure out is I want, like, I, I want to play in the marketplace. Like, I think this is fun. I want to, like, you know, I'm selling a house right now. Like, that is so much fun. I want to play. My spirit is like, yeah, go play. Go find out how you can harness power and how you can, you know, and and, and do all that. But do it in such a way that you're you recognize you're in the Leela. You know, you're playing the human game, but ultimately you are in that great grand ocean of oneness and compassion and love flows through you as it does with everything. Exactly. That's the whole I have met people online, at least in the new age community that are aware of that part of it. And, you know, that Karen that we talked about, you know, she could have all that. She could have all that. And like you said not identify with it see it as a leela and she would enjoy it a lot more she's gonna lose it obviously you're gonna get old right. sick die lose everything so you're still gonna lose it but you can enjoy the ride you know and get it's kind of like having your cake and eat it too you can achieve all your dreams and manifest it all it's all possible but you know is it worth doing it the way that you increase the illusion or is it worth Going back, enjoying the ride, and getting right. to that place where we all are, you know? 
So I have a good example of this. So the other day, and it was just so funny. I think this was just like very cosmic, just a cosmic joke. So I'm I'm studying, you know, manifestation and intention and all this stuff, and I'm having fun with it, you know, just on my own. Um, a guy comes up to me and he wants to rent my house that's for sale, but he wants and he wants to rent it for less than I would I would ask, like significantly, like like uh, I think like three, four hundred dollars a month less. He wants to rent it. He says, I'm getting kicked out of my home. Can I please rent your house that you're putting on the market? And now I love this guy. He's like family to me. And so I said, I said, you know what? Let me let me meditate on it. Let me think on it. Um, let me crunch the numbers, you know, talking about Leela, let me, let me work on with this and see what I can do because I want to be able to help you. I mean, I would absolutely want to help you. So I went away and I hung up from him and he texts me and he says, he says, um, he says, Becky, I'm doing, I want this so badly. I know this is the right choice for me. I am working to manifest this right now. I'm doing everything I can to manifest this. I know this is the right thing. And, okay, so great. I'm glad he's manifesting. I'm glad he's trying to take empowerment over his world. He wants my house. It's great. But I was on the other end of that struggling because it's my friend knowing that really I do not want to hold on to that house for another year that I want to sell it now. And, and I was doing everything I could to make it work for him, but I couldn't do it. It didn't work with my reality. I mean, and you know, I mean, I could have, you know, dropped all of my pretenses and just said, okay, I'm going to, you know, for you, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, cut such and such thousand dollars off of my income you know, but it, but but the bottom line is is his begging and using the word manifesting just it just like soured it for me. It's just like don't do your manifesting on me because look what you're doing to me. You know, like if you manifested that, I would be out a ton of money and I would probably have to be working a, a you know you know a job at a coffee shop because you know be, to to <laughs> fulfill what your desire. You know, the thing sense? is, uh, with, you know, you know, people with money, even millionaires even, and uh, middle class, upper class, you know, all that is fine. You know, a lot of millionaires end up sharing and helping with their money. The issue really is these billionaires. We got to the point where where people got so much money. Like, this guy Bezos is going to be a trillionaire. I mean, come on, Becky. You don't got to beat yourself up. It's not like you're a trillionaire, right? So... All I'm saying is, you know, it's okay to have a little cushion with your money. If anyone's out there listening and they're like, well, <laughs> I got a million dollars and like, I don't want to, am I my bad? And am I going to go to hell? No, you're not. It's okay. You know, help out your neighbor or help out your uncle's Pete or donate to a charity that you research is good. Save a foundation, whatever. But it's okay to have a little cushion. It's okay to enjoy your money as well. Uh, you know, just if you all, if you need uh, a reason to feel good, just be like, I'm not Bezos, you know. But right. ironically, Becky, we are him. It's all one. Yeah. Yeah. But. He was using man. His his he's still there. Yeah. Sorry. That uh, audience. That was uh, your uh, you better be meditating when that stuff happens. It only happens two times so far 
But if you didn't meditate during that time, then you really missed out. You really missed out on a chance for absolute bliss. Because you know what? Even though we're talking here and this podcast is about talking, the real truth is silence. And you know, speak the unspeakable, Becky. (laughs) So anyway, I am having a lot of fun with this topic. I, because... Um, it's, it's actually pushing me deeper into my practice. The, you know, all this stuff we're talking about magic and intention and manifestation is it's, it's pushing me deeper because I'm, I'm, I'm connecting with, with my vitality and my power, you know, my third, I'm grabbing my third chakra right now as we talk about this. It's like, I'm connecting to all of that, um, and it's allowing me, I, I, I can't explain it, but it, but it, it's doing something quite remarkable. I quite think remarkable. I got a perfect story to, to wrap up this episode, you know, about okay. this manifestation and magic, you know, uh, I, so I knew this person, right. And she, she was in to be here now and get, you know, going the crisp trip and all that. And then she re- saw the secret and all that kind of stuff. And she was like, well, you know, I want to try this, but I know it's not, you know, I read be here now. I know it's, you know, what it is. It's like going away from that. So uh, I said, well, what do you want to do? And she said, well, I want, I want to do the secret. Am I going to, what's going to happen with my be here now? Can I have them both? And I was like, no, not really. But you can go for it with the secret if you really feel you should do that. That will be a stage on your journey. So she did vision board and everything, all the exact things they say to do on the secret and she put rich husband you know of course kids of course you know she's got dna (laughs) good job as a certain thing you know Mm -hmm. big house you know a travel the world right all on our vision board she did exactly as the secret told her and went away from the be here now guess what she got it all and guess what happened drinking misery you know and all that kind of stuff she did get she did get the kids out of it so that's you know a good thing but you know it was uh it sucked her soul she lost her soul you know she ended up getting a divorce you know and all that kind of stuff and you know everything's fine but you know she had to go through that which is what i realized that when i said you know you could go away from that it's okay i knew this was going to happen in a way that she'd get what she wanted maybe and it wouldn't you know satisfy her but now She's back to getting her, like, it's like that movie. Stella got her groove back. She's getting her groove back. She's away from, you know, the man. And, uh, you know, living her life, you know. So I thought that would be a great story. So we're running out of time. So, Becky, how about you send us off in the next one or two minutes? Okay, I'm going to request, because I need it, let's do just quiet for the next one or two minutes. Can we do that? Yes. Okay.
All right, everybody. Remember, silence is the truth. I hope you were able to quiet your mind a little bit with that little section of no audio. And uh, thank you, Becky, for being thank a guest you. on Under. This has been Under the Blanket with your host, Bobby Herelove, and guest host, Becky Magnolia, talking about magic. Remember, be here now and enjoy the ride. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.